0: Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, political expert Craig Smith.
1: Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize
0: our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of the program. She stands in the face of evil And will not lose hope or faith. America,
1: the land of freedom, is still the home. Talk is brought to you in part by southern california edison for over 100 years life powered by edison the press telegram your local newsleader for over 100 years and long beach magazine coastal living city style
0: Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is political expert Craig Smith, also the director of the Center for First Amendment Studies here at CSULB. Craig, welcome back to Straight Talk. Good to be here again. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Let's start with the national political scene. How do you call it? What do you see?
1: I think that there is such a wave of discontent, and the Republicans have tapped into it by just saying no, that they are going to retake the House. They will make substantial gains in the Senate, but I don't think it will be enough to turn the Senate back over to the Republicans.
0: The country is dissatisfied with the direction that the Obama administration is heading.
1: Listen, the unemployment statistics that came out at the beginning of October kept the unemployment rate above 9%, That is the longest period since the Depression. It hasn't been this bad since the 1930s. So on unemployment alone, people are very, very unhappy. When you add into that that we're in two wars that are now unpopular, when you add into that that a health care reform passed that a lot of people didn't like, you got big trouble.
0: Now, the health care was uniquely his, but the wars and the recession he inherited. But after two years, is it now his wars and his recession?
1: You get one year yeah one and year. Then, then it's all yours after after that and he promised in his campaign to end these wars rather quickly if you look at his campaign rhetoric and he got in and he, he followed the same scenario that the Bush administration had put in place in Iraq and he increased the number of troops that we have in Afghanistan so people who don't like those wars are very unhappy with him and that happens to be his base Sarah Palin mm-hmm. quite a phenomenon Well, Sarah Palin has tapped into something. I mean, uh, there is this movement, the Tea Party movement across the country, and the Tea Party movement has been smart enough, for the most part, to stay out of social issues. It's more of a libertarian movement. They want to cut the deficit. uh, They want to lower taxes. uh, And since she was nominated for vice president, she's become the poster girl for them. She has stood in for and endorsed Tea Party candidates, and they've won their primaries when everybody thought they wouldn't. Prime example, Christine O'Donnell in Delaware, big upset there. So Sarah Palin is riding this wave, I think, back into another candidacy. What's the future for the Tea Party? Where does it go?
0: Does it become third party? Does it fold into the Republican Party? What's its future? Well, it's a
1: question of whether it folds into the Republican Party or the Republican Party folds into (laughs) it. Uh, We had this with the populist movement back in the 1890s, where the populists took over the Democratic Party and nominated William Jennings Bryan. Uh, the Tea Party group could take over the Republican Party because they turn out, they're enthusiastic, they could step into those primaries and caucuses and get one of their own nominated by the Republican Party. But where does the conservative right go then? The conservative right has nowhere else to go but to stay in the Republican Party, as they always have done. They, I don't know why people keep talking about we can't offend the conservative right or the, social, uh, uh, the religious right. They always vote Republican anyway. So they're going to stay there, believe me.
0: So the Democrats keep the Senate, the Republicans take the House, and Obama now has lost some of his mandate.
1: He's lost some of his mandate, and they are, in fact, in the White House now looking at what he can do by executive order in the next year, because they know they're not going to get much through Congress. Do you think he overreached with Obamacare? I do. I think he should have focused on the economy, jobs, the uh, saving the bank situation. Um, wall street reform wall street reform huge huge should and have they only that, got so. half a loaf on that absolutely they they, they i think they I think the they,
0: country was ready for real reform on wall street when he took office because yes. uh, uh... but the dow has gone up and now it's kind of faded a
1: bit yeah he had an opportunity i mean a crisis gives you an opportunity the depression gave franklin roosevelt an yes. opportunity to fix some things and he had that opportunity particularly after years and years and years of deregulation of wall street yeah. You know, uh,
0: uh, and there's no question that that deregulation contributed to the
1: meltdown and the collapse. Absolutely. We were back to allowing leveraging. Yeah. You know, Remember, well, the, the crash was caused by buying on margin. Yeah. And we were doing the same thing, by yeah. leveraging this against that against that.
0: So. Some commentators have said that for a major social change like uh, medical care, it should be done on a bipartisan basis. And as you know, that vote was strictly along party lines, with yeah. very few exceptions. Yes,
1: yeah. and I, I, yeah, I think that's unfortunate. I, I, I also think when, for example, if you have a major shift that the Supreme Court is making in a ruling, they should have as close to a unanimous ruling as they can. This should have been a bipartisan bill. Um, but instead of the president taking the lead on it, he turned it over to Nancy Pelosi and Harry Reid, and that was the problem.
0: If he had done it differently, what are you suggesting? The out the bill would have been different? The outcome would have been different?
1: Yeah, I think he could have taken some of the Republican ideas and incorporated them and gotten some bipartisan support. Well, he moved away from single payer. Yeah,
0: he did. He did. But he should have incorporated more of the Republican thinking to get by. Yeah. Because you feel, as others do, that it's an important, for an important social initiative like this, you want bipartisan support. Sure, sure. And he didn't get it? No how do you rate him as a president
1: well i think that the, you know the, w- we don't know yet uh... you've got to give more time than he's had frankly as a as a historian and, and as someone who writes about uh... political persuasion uh... i think he needs more time i think clinton was stumbled in his first two years they had to redo his staff he, he changed leadership just as obama's doing uh... reagan stumbled in his f- first two years we had a recession that was pretty bad all the way through nineteen eighty two So let's see what happens after... uh, So these
0: next two years could be stronger and better for Obama. They could. They could, yeah. And he's lost his chief of staff, Rahm Emanuel, who's running for mayor of Chicago. Right. And they were pretty joined at the hip there.
1: Well, they were good cop, bad cop, and now he doesn't have a bad cop. He's got an (laughs) invisible cop, but uh, that's all right. We'll, we'll, We'll see how that all comes down. Okay,
0: in our next segment, we'll be talking about the state of California the statewide races, and also some of the ballot propositions. If you're confused about the ballot propositions, get a paper and a pencil, and we'll give you our recommendations for four or five of them. We'll be right back.
1: Electricity is different from any other product we use. We can't store it. We must use it wisely, but can't do without it completely. And there's no substitute for this special form of energy that brings us light, comfort, and progress. That's why California needs new standards that can keep utilities strong, guard against another power crisis, and protect consumers from the kind of shortages that often affect other commodities. Because electricity is different.
2: The Port of Long Beach, one of the region's largest construction contractors, has work for businesses big and small. The SBE, or Small Business Enterprise Program, was established by the Board of Harbor Commissioners in 2004 to boost the local economy. Through this program, small businesses get a chance at big port contracts in the areas of construction, environmental consulting, engineering and architectural services, and more. To learn more, log on to www.polb.com or call
1: 562-590-4146. The facts are in. California State University Long Beach is among the nation's finest universities. For the fourth consecutive year, the campus ranked in the top five public comprehensive universities in the western United States. In 2007, Cal State Long Beach was named the third best value among all American public colleges and universities. Through superior teaching, research, and community service, Cal State Long Beach is changing lives for a changing world. For over 80
2: years, Community Hospital of Long Beach has served the greater Long Beach community by providing the best medical care possible with a focus on clinical excellence and a caring, compassionate, personalized approach for every patient. It is our goal to be the community's preferred health care provider. Providing a 24-7 rapid response emergency department, a state-of-the-art cancer center, and a free wellness and diabetes program, we are proud to introduce CHLB's new bariatrics program featuring the safe and effective lap band system. Community Hospital of Long Beach, when you have a choice, choose the best.
0: Continuing our conversation with political expert Craig Smith, let's focus on the state of California. Craig, gubernatorial candidates Meg Whitman and Jerry Brown. You were here as our guest in June, and at that time you predicted that Jerry Brown would be the next governor. How do you feel today?
1: Um, I feel the same way. I mean, there's a, a number of ways in which the Whitman campaign uh, has has fallen apart. I mean. First of all, she hadn't voted in 28 years. I that mean, was a
0: red line for a lot of Republicans, I know, right there.
1: Absolutely. I mean, this is not civic responsibility. She's trying to buy the seat by spending $120 million of her own money. I don't think people like that very much. She had a little Goldman Sachs problem where she had to return some money. You'd think three strikes are out, but then comes the, number the four. Ma- the maid. The maid, who was treated badly um, I assume that she had a fake license I don't know for sure and that when they hired her in the first place they thought she was legal but they got a letter from the IRS saying you know check her out they passed it on to her but they didn't check her out and then they threw her out the window and uh, uh, they just didn't handle it well and I, I think there's just some ethical issues here that are really hurting Meg Whitman
0: some people feel that when you have a housekeeper for nine years that person almost becomes a member of the family, Sure. and let's say there was a, a problem and let's say she did misrepresent, uh, maybe you try and help her le- get legalized or whatever, and they yeah. apparently 86 uh, sixed her.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think you would try to sponsor her, yeah. um, but uh, this is just not a good situation. Senator, Barbara Boxer, looks like uh, she's going to remain in office. You know, as a Republican, I don't know how she does it. I mean, over (laughs) over and over again, she is shown as one of the most vulnerable senators at the National Republican Senatorial Campaign Committee in polling. And then we get in the election and all of a sudden she's ahead. Her opponents make mistakes. Remember she ran against Bruce Hershenson and he was caught coming out of a nude bar. So in the last week of the campaign and and, and so she won. She's had weak opponents and now you know Carly Fiorina who who was the head of Hewlett-Packard has just not taken off and the ads against her for exporting jobs out of the state have been devastating and so uh, it it, it just looks like we're gonna be stuck with Barbara Boxer again. (laughs)
0: Let us look at some of the ballot propositions and uh, you know California and this initiative process have gotten somewhat out of hand because If you are a powerful corporate interest with a few million dollars, you can get your favorite proposition put on the ballot. And one example of that is Prop 23, which suspends our air pollution requirements,
1: uh, sponsored by out-of-state oil interests. Yes. Uh, Tesoro Oil and Valeria Oil out of Texas have uh, gathered the signatures for this one. And it it basically says that we're suspending our standards until unemployment drops to 5.5% that's not going to happen. So what this does is it ends our initiative to deal with global warming in the state. I'm absolutely opposed to this proposition.
0: I am opposed to that too. Let me state for the record that Craig Smith is a Republican, registered long time. I am a registered Democrat although I do vote for Republican candidates but we are both opposed to this and wait till you see as we go down the list. Prop 25 requiring a majority instead of two-thirds to pass the budget. By the way, we're taping this show. The budget is a hundred days overdue. It was finally approved, but months late. And I, for one, feel that legislators should not get paid for every day they do not have a budget in place after July 1st as required by the Constitution. But your view on 25, reducing from two-thirds to a majority
1: the vote for passage of a budget vote yes because we can't stand this budget gridlock and in fact the budget that they're passing the agreement as we've seen it um, that they've signed just pushes the deficit forward because it was all they could do to get two thirds together I, a majority should rule on the budget i agree majority vote
0: yes on twenty five twenty seven which undoes the redistricting reform i've long advocated the need for redistricting reform. it was finally passed a couple of years ago and prop twenty seven would undo it. The parties do not want to give up control of these safe seats. I am strongly against 27.
1: Your view. I'm against 27 too. We have a gerrymandered state legislature and it is locked in very conservative and very liberal groups and they can't agree on a budget so let's throw that out let's have an independent commission redistrict the state please vote against this one
0: prop twenty which is an add-on it expands to cover congressional districts the redistricting reform we already have in law both of us are in favor of prop twenty expanding to congressional districts
1: yes let's let them re-di- redistrict the congressional districts also because they're gerrymandered all over the place there's congressional districts that run from palace verities all the way through huntington Beach, like ours right here yeah
0: Okay, finally, Prop 22, which protects local funds from raids by the state. Your view.
1: Yes on 22. Don't let Sacramento steal your local funds away. We've had enough of that through Proposition 13. This, This legislation by initiative is ruining the state.
0: I fully agree. Yes on 22. So to recap, a Republican and a Democrat say yes on 25 no on 27, yes on 20, yes on 22, and no on 23. We'll be back with more of our show after these messages.
2: Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world.
0: We're back with political expert Craig Smith. One other proposition, Craig. Prop 19 legalizing pot based on your experience or (laughs) lack thereof. Well, I've
1: I've never uh, enjoyed marijuana. I've never had it, let alone inhaled it. But I believe that we are distracting law enforcement by having them enforce laws against marijuana. Um, I believe that it, it has created a black market. That we can tap into in tax. And so it's very close in my mind, but I'm in favor of Proposition 19. I agree. Legalize
0: pot. Persuasion is your field. You are a former speechwriter for President Ford. You worked for President Bush. Uh, the bully pulpit is an important, maybe the most important, asset that a president has, aside from his constitutional powers or one of the most important. uh, Speak to the art of persuasion. Uh, Our guest next week, as you know, Chris St. Hilaire, has just written a book on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But persuasion is so important in our personal lives, in our family lives, in political, in corporate. And uh, you told me once what a thrill it was for you as a young speechwriter to
1: hear the President of the United States, then President Ford, speak the words that you had written. Yeah, it was an incredible time for us. President Ford had the opportunity to make a comeback against uh, his uh, challenges, his opponent, uh, Jimmy Carter. We had the bicentennial of the Declaration of Independence. Yes. And so we were able to write very patriotic speeches that brought Ford back in. And it really was thrilling. I wrote the speech he gave at Valley Forge. Um, I helped with some of the other speeches. And, And one of the things that we tried to make sure of was that the president covered all of the bases of persuasion. Was he credible for his audience? Did he tap into an emotional state that was conducive to his message? Did he have good evidence supporting his arguments? Were the speeches organized in a way that people could understand? All of that's part of persuasion and it's very important in our lives. And do you adjust as a speechwriter your your words
0: to suit the personality of the president then in office.
1: Yeah, you, you, you do an assessment of the persona that this person projects and, and you try to learn about that. You read about how they talked. I went through all of uh, past speeches that President Ford had given to try to capture that essence for him. But you do have the opportunity once you're trusted by the client, by the president, to change them a little bit and make them a little more eloquent. And I think we did that for Ford and I worked with President uh, Bush Senior to do the same kind of thing isn't it true
0: that real leaders move the country in the direction that they feel the country needs to move, whereas politicians pander to the
1: pre-existing biases and prejudices of the audience? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a real good point, and, and very often this takes a campaign of persuasion. It isn't just one speech. You know, if you look at uh, Franklin Roosevelt, he gave the inaugural address, which moved us a little bit and told us, you know, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, but we need these programs. And then he came forward with fireside chats once a week, and then he came forward with his programs. And it was that campaign of persuasion that sustained the New Deal, not just one speech.
0: We had eloquent members of Congress over the many years, and you can name many as as could I. And I wonder where today are the are the lions of Congress? Where are the... Profiles and courage, it's become so
1: raucous, so partisan, so uh, off-putting. Why? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, one of my heroes was uh, Margaret Chase Smith, the senator from Maine, who in 1950, right after McCarthy first came on the scene, she attacked him on the floor of the Senate. That was a profile in courage. We have become so partisan, and the, the out party saying no, rather than being loyal opposition and picking at shots, they're just no down the line. Uh, and and the other side uh, saying we're going to push this through whether we get your help or not because we've got big majorities, that there isn't room for somebody to get up and give that speech that says, look, I'm a Republican, but I'm going to support the president on health care for these reasons. What has
0: happened to us as a country that the
1: dialogue has deteriorated, as you so accurately described? Well, I think one thing is negative advertising. You know, in in campaigns, we see a lot of negative advertising. We're sure seeing it in California this time around. I mean, they're going after one another hammer and tong. And
0: and we have not heard from either of them real solutions to the very—
1: No, it's so much easier to attack your opponent than to offer a solution. But we know that negative advertising works. It's worked against Carly Fiorina. It's probably working against Meg Whitman. But it also turns voters off, and we get low turnout. But
0: didn't we always have negative advertising and— Pre-television,
1: maybe it wasn't as all persuasive, but there was always negative stuff. There was always negative stuff, but I think the distortions are more massive than they've ever been before. And when you buy $120 million of airtime, that's pretty overwhelming. Well, uh, the country is not heading in a good
0: direction. And the politics reflects it. And
1: I know you're not a miracle worker, but what do we do? Well, I think, I think the president has lost his, his touch with the people. He was a great campaigner and gave great speeches. The speeches of Barack Obama after the Iowa caucuses, after the South Carolina primary, these were fantastic speeches that moved people. They turned out for hope and change. And he became president and he suddenly kind of withdrew. He operates off of a teleprompter for which Fritz Mondale has recently criticized him. He doesn't seem emotionally engaged. And it's turning people. He ran a
0: much better campaign than he has the first two years of his
1: presidency. Well, and he's also let down a lot of his constituents with the things he's done.
0: Okay. We'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages.
2: Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store, plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember, Polly's. care of those who are closest to you, from our family to yours, McCarty's Jewelry since 1932.
1: How do you like your chances the rest of the I way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry.
2: Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight?
1: Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing. More motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company.
0: Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Fascinating discussion with our political expert, Craig Smith. Now, the election is coming up November 2nd. Whatever you feel, make your voice heard. Vote in the election. Study the ballot propositions. These are important. They affect our future. Make a thoughtful and informed decision exercising your right to vote. And Craig, I know you share the view that we've given so much in our history over 200 years to assure the right to vote, to create it, to get it for women, that we really owe it to those that sacrificed that we exercise that vote.
1: Absolutely. Everybody should turn out whether they agree with you and me or not. We want them out there because this is a democracy and it won't function unless they get out and vote. Amen to that.
0: Thanks so much for being with us. Please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone.
1: Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, The Press-Telegram, and Long Beach Magazine. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide, 24-7, at straighttalktv.com.